Hey, Centerpoint, thank you for checking in on today's devotional. I hope you're hanging in there. Um, the shelter in place is supposed to last through April, hopefully not beyond that. But I do want to just encourage you to know that we will be providing daily devotionals for every day that we are sheltering in place, Monday through Saturday, beginning at 8 in the morning. I also want to remind you that we will have Good Friday services online for you on, let's see, what day will that be? Uh, what's today? Today's Blur's Day. And don't forget Easter services on this coming Sunday. In my devotionals with you, I've been, we've been looking at the Babylonian captivity of Israel, and in particular the book of Daniel for its insights and encouragement on how to handle our captivity, our COVID-19 sheltering in place. Daniel was one of a number, a great number of people that were taken captive by the Babylonians after they laid siege and destroyed the city of Jerusalem. Took them captive to Babylon, where Daniel was picked along with a number of his friends and other young men from other nations that had been captured uh, to be trained to serve in Nebuchadnezzar's court. Daniel uh, was very successful in that training and became one of the magi, the wise men, the counselors to the king's court. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, a very disturbing dream, and he wanted to ask his advisors, his magi, what the dream meant, but he didn't fully trust that they would give him the right answer. And so when he asked them to interpret the dream, they, of course, said, well, tell us your dream and we'll interpret it. Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar said, no, I'm going to do that. You tell me what I dreamt and then interpret it for me. Daniel records in chapter 2, verse 10. The astrologers answered the king, there is no one on earth who can do what the king asks. No king, however great and mighty, has ever asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or astrologer. What the king asks is too difficult. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods, and they do not live among humans. This made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree was issued to put the wise men to death, and the men were sent to look for Daniel and his friends to put them to death. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, why did the king issue such a harsh decree? Arioch said, explain the matter to Daniel. At this, Daniel went to the king and asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Daniel intercedes not only for himself and for his friends, but really for all the wise men, all the magi of Babylon. Just as we are interceding not only for ourselves and our family and our community and our state, our nation, we're interceding for the world as we pray for this virus to dissipate, for cures to be found, for us to be relieved of sheltering in place and not being able to be in community. The world does not know how much we are praying and interceding for it. The world does not know really how powerful our prayers will be. We uh, read on in that chapter that Daniel returned to his house after explaining to the king that he would like time to uh, discern and interpret the dream. Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, Hanani, Mishael, and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from God of heaven concerning this mystery. 
so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. I love the fact that Daniel went to his friends and asked them to join him in prayer and in interceding to the Lord God to give them um, insight, to give them knowledge of what the dream was and what it means. One of the things I, I shared with you some time ago was that there are some things God won't do unless we pray. And the Bible teaches us that there are some things God will do unless we pray. We need each other's prayers. We need to pray for ourselves, but to pray for our families, to pray for our church, to pray for our small group. Um, I hope that you're praying for the people you remembered sitting by in church. Not that you ever sat in the same place Sunday after Sunday, but if you did that, to pray for those people that you remember being with. When you're walking in your neighborhood, getting exercise, pray for your neighbors, pray for those homes, pray for the families in them, pray for the marriages, pray for the children, pray for our public school teachers as they're trying to teach at distance, pray for our college professors as they're doing the same. Of course, pray for our leaders, pray for our first responders, for those in the medical profession. Pray for those in the front lines of caring for people with the virus. Paul said in response to those that were praying for him, in 2 Corinthians 1, 10, chapter 1, verses 10, 11, Paul said, God has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us again. On him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. As you help us by your prayers, then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. I don't know if the world will one day know just how much we prayed for it and how great a help that was, just as the Magi might never have learned that Daniel interceded for them. But we will know that, and God will know that. And I look forward to that day that we gather together in worship and give praise to God for his deliverance and for what he has done. And so let me encourage you, as Paul said in Galatians, do not grow weary in well-doing. Do not grow weary in praying. You're interceding for yourself, for your family, your friends, your community, your, uh, your state, your nation. You're interceding for the world. Just as Daniel felt, there is so much at stake here. Do not grow weary. Do not stop praying. Pray for one another. And may God bless you. And with that, let's pray. Lord God, thank you that you hear us. Thank you that you are listening to us and you know our troubles and our concerns. You know the weight that we carry. And so, Lord, we pray that you will relieve the world of this virus. We pray that you will bring healing and restoration. We pray that you will redeem this for great good. We pray that you will hear the people, your children, as we pray. For you've promised if we pray, you will hear us and you will act. And so, Lord, I pray that we will be faithful in praying and seeking you and asking, Lord, for your will to be done, and asking for your favor to rest upon us. Lord, thank you that as we intercede for the worlds, Jesus intercedes for us, and that we are not alone 
we are never alone. We have not only our God, we have his children who pray with us. And so, Lord, we lay this before you and ask your will to be done. We pray this in Jesus' name and all of God's people, wherever they are, said, Amen. Thank you.